0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second episode of Let's Behave Podcast, a podcast on human behavior helping you make meaningful connections with others. It's Marcin
1: Jarek, and today we'll build up
0: on our last show and focus on lie spotting.
1: That is right. In the last episode, we mentioned there are no 100% clues that directly tell us if someone is lying, like touching the nose or leaning back. However, there are many strategies or tips. To recognize someone is being true to us, which can be very crucial in our business and personal lives. You probably heard many stories like, if I only knew, or I knew there is something wrong with this guy, or how did I not notice that?
0: Or why am I so easy to be lied to? Hmm. We also said that a good starting point would be to recognize comfort or discomfort that might lead us to the truth. Maybe with one exception, if you remember, uh, it was called the Othello error. It happens when someone, someone shows signs of lying due to simply
1: being stressed. And today, out of different strategies and approaches, we will share a simple step-by-step plug-and-play process of how to get to the truth. And we'll start with the first one, a baseline. The far most important ingredient of the lie deception process. Baseline is a snapshot of how the person behaves in terms of nonverbals and speech in a normal situation. Normal, meaning when they are under no stress and have no reason to lie.
0: A casual conversation, so to speak, where, for instance, you talk about topics like vacation, work, family, your weekend, in a relaxed manner. <laughs> you think
1: talking about work can be in a relaxed manner?
0: All, all right, I, I take that back. <laughs> when, when talking about uh, baseline, context matters, as Jarek pointed out, that might be a different set of behaviors when talking about things related to work or and another one when conversing about vacation. Um also someone can have tics avoid um eye contact or um staring at us in a normal conversation and this is uh, also their, base, ba- their baseline. This is how they behave on regular basis in regular situations. Tics do not need to mean that
1: someone is lying. Mm. So, in a nutshell, the baseline is crucial because every change and behavior that is off the baseline tell us something. So, first, you want to pay attention to the person and observe how they behave in normal situation. You're going to notice two groups of signs. Variable, like the tone of voice, its rhythm, number of words spoken, poses, language... Uh, formal, informal, or relaxed, laid-back. And non-verbals, like body language position, and particular hands, feet, uh, eye blinking rate, micro-expressions. This, this is
0: definitely a lot to focus on when, when observing someone or when, while listening to them and uh, at the same time being present. Um, at the beginning, it's mm. best to choose two or three aspects of behavior and um, eventually, after some practice, you can move uh, to another set. And by doing so again and again, you become proficient in spotting cues without even noticing it.
1: Yeah. You know, and if you don't mind, and I'll start with the first example to show the baseline and how we go afterwards. Let's kick it off. So uh, I remember a situation when I was a part of a negotiation team. That was the final of discussion. Contract drafted just a couple of questions and details. The service provider owner seemed confident and there were a lot of tough questions being asked by our board members and IT team. He was handling it very well. He would sit with his arm open and gesticulating, legs spread out, spread out, and laid back on his chair. Well, spread out didn't sound professional. I mean, Just spread. Yeah, spread, legs spread. If needed, he stood up, pointed the finger at the board, drew something down. Being a HR consultant at at that time for this firm, I asked him about details of IT support implementation and how it would work as there seemed to be only a couple of hours a month of support in the draft of the contract. That didn't seem enough to us. In the same moment I started asking those questions, his face changed. Mm. The vendor started to speak very slowly and put his leg on the other. The baseline changed and I knew there was something wrong. They had good references on compl- implementing IT support in other companies. And that got me thinking, why did he change his behavior?
0: My guess would be uh, it didn't go well uh, with the other implementations, uh, contrary to the references that they um, shared with you. Or they also thought that the number of hours <clears throat> was too little in the in their proposal. Or simply, uh, he didn't like the way you asked those questions, perhaps.
1: it <laughs> Could be. Uh, you, you won't always get what you want, but, but you're right. I mean, at least with the amount of IT support devoted from their side to this project implementation. But we didn't figure this out just like that. Yes, behavior compa- compared to the baseline changed. However, he was confidently answering logically uh, the questions. So. Knowing something is off, I had to continue asking questions he wasn't expecting.
0: Exactly. And um, if you don't mind, i like to stop here and maybe we'll move to the second step. <clears throat> I think um, it is one of the most important parts of the process, asking the right questions. Yeah. Um, when you suspect someone has stolen something, asking them directly the question, let's say, did you steal it? Probably will be quite easy to answer by them. That's because if a person lied, they would be already ready for such a question.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, true. Th- I mean, that's why we should ask questions that are not expected. Then further observe the change in behavior. There are many strategies and ways and categories of questions that we can utilize. But I think we will leave it to another episode. Uh but and today we want to we want you to learn the basics of working with deception because that's that's the theme and subject that we need to really explore. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so having the baseline and we saw that something changed uh, and we know there's something off. Then our next step is to make sure by asking questions that somebody is not expecting.
0: And as we are talking about questions, I'm curious, what question did you ask the vendor that revealed mm. what was going on?
1: Yeah, well, actually, I used a bait kind of question, which is, in this case, was uh, something like, uh, tell me, is it possible that one of the companies you delivered your service services to uh, had a different opinion, view on the quality of implementing the IT support compared to the references you showed? Um, and the vendor... Paused, like rubbed his rubbed his neck, uh, changed the expression on his face, uh, and and before he answered, he pursed his lips also, mm-hmm. and then he said, "Well, we are known on the market to provide good service in this area."
0: So I, I can see a, quite a number of tells in, in this response, yeah. possible tells, um, and um, some visible signs of discomfort connected with. And let's say, frankly, an indirect answer to your question that um, concentrating on appraising their services, um, you mentioned you used uh, a bait form of question, which we can all use in all sorts of situations, I guess. For example, when someone said that they left the work at 5 p.m. and um, somehow you want to make sure that, you know, they are telling the truth. So you might ask, is it possible that... You know, someone has seen you. Let's say at 8 p.m. passing by the kitchen area in the office. If the answer is a direct no, then it is highly likely that the pe- person is uh, telling the truth.
1: Exactly, because someone is now thinking: Is it? If if someone is lying, then he would think: Well, what, what, was I noticed? Like, did really somebody saw me? So I I need to find an answer that will somehow combine yeah, what yeah, I've yeah. just said into. Um yeah that's 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 really important. Um that said if they try to think every time or buying time considering what to answer or suddenly s- remem- remembering that yeah um that they were there or there's a high chance that the person is lying. So to sum up the question being asked should be about something that the person might actually have done or that might be true. If the answer is short and direct, we need to not worry. If there if there are other signs and the answer is indirect, then B, we should be on alert. This
0: is very valid, but again, I'm curious. So yeah. did you sign this contract or not? Oh, yeah.
1: uh, that's a tricky one, to be honest, because... Um, well, despite my recommendations not to, <laughs> we... We did sign it and then it was exactly how i expected but that's a different story
0: that that that's an exciting <laughs> story and um i think a beautiful example of how people tend to ignore the importance of body language mm. so let let me share another one <clears throat> you might uh you meet with a friend and start a small chit chat on how their are um, they went by Last weekend events or plans for the next weekend. A simple, you know, non-threatening conversation. After f- a few minutes, they ask you for a favor. And uh, quite uh, quite a favor. They want to borrow some money that, of course, they will return like next week or next
1: month. Money is a tough subject. Yeah,
0: yeah you, and uh, you already know their baseline because they are your friends for a while now couple of years let's say and one of the questions that probably is on your mind is what do you need it for mm. i mean a reasonable thing to ask right don't you think mm. uh unfortunately the this question most probably won't help you get to the truth
1: yeah um again it has to be something unexpected <clears throat> when lying to the brain when lying the brain uh, when lying to the brain <laughs> yeah. um mm, When lying, brain shifts to the full operation so we can observe it by apparent pause, soothing gestures, etc. So, for example, if you say, "Mm, money that was money, right? Yeah, Yeah. it was Uh, about money. No problem, mate. And just in case, what would you do if you were not able to give me back on time? If the person stays calm and starts to think or quickly answers with a solution, it is more likely you can trust them. But if they... Start to give away signs of discomfort, turn around in anger, or reply in a defending mode using the values and self pricing their behavior or past, like, "Come on, uh, you know me. Uh, you can always count on me. I'm a man of honor." Mm. Uh, it is a solid sign of deception.
0: And um, of course, if you notice any uh, only discomfort and the person is trying to think of a solution, then that would might simply indicate that you know they are trying to figure out the answer which was yeah. maybe not easy to them, for mm. them. And it is worth mentioning that the most important uh, thing uh, that we should look for is a cluster, as you mentioned in, in the previous episode.
1: Yeah, that, that's fair enough. We are stuck in questions with examples, and as this is a very important subject right after baseline. And understanding the moment it, at the moment it changes. Maybe the last example on that, to close it, you, you got something?
0: yeah um all right um a a bit different perspective on how important it is to ask questions so we know um people are frank with us or not Uh, we're in a business meeting let's say with uh, a um, hypothetical situation (laughs) Uh, where there is a product manager uh, that um, gets a question from the CEO on when the next product feature will be delivered. So we we might surmise that this is an important conversation because uh, not always people get to talk with a CEO, let's say. They answer that it will be most definitely, without a doubt, delivered in the next two weeks. That said, the CEO notices that something's not right. You know, the body language is uh, not congruent with the answer. Um, when giving the deadline, the PM tilted a little bit backwards on the chair. Um, his uh, face showed some fear. Um, uh, and uh, when speaking, the latter part of the sentence, you know, about without the doubt, um, was already given in a higher pitch, uh, pitched voice. And this all together is a cluster. So, as we mentioned in the previous episode, a set of traits that gives us indication uh, that the words say one thing and the body uh, says something else. Um, In this case, the CEO might ask one of the following questions. Is there somebody that can think differently about meeting the deadline? What will you not show on the review meeting in two weeks? How have you planned the work for the second week? What risks might have been neglected during the process? You know, the above questions are different mm-hmm. different from those that, that the product manager might have expected. Like, uh, how do you know you will deliver? Or what will you show on the review? Or what exactly will be delivered? Because they are prepared to answer that already. Th- th- this is the basic, right?
1: Yeah, well, I will just go back a little bit to high pitch voice Mm -hmm. Uh, it's one of the of course we do understand the clusters however the higher pitch voice is a solid indicator that someone is at discomfort uh, because the strains are stressed uh, and so your voice sounds a little bit higher that's a good Um, point but providing you got a proper baseline knowing that It's not the way this person speaks. Ending the sentence with a higher-pitched voice or, you know. Um, Yeah, so in simple steps, we have a baseline. So we, at the beginning, we can observe, you know, only body language or the rhythm or number of words used in, you know, in in conversation. Um, We observe and listen. So if we find the that the, ba- the, the, the change of behavior on a the baseline, then we get some information. Something has happened, okay? Even without our asking. I mean, someone went to the subject when suddenly changes his way of behavior. So then we ask a question or multiple questions uh, in order to find out whether someone is going farther in changing of their behaviors into discomfort. But those questions uh, as we discussed, has to be different other than someone might expect some so if we ask those questions, then there is a reaction right <laughs> so variable or non variable signals that will we will observe and will interpret after we observe change in behavior from the baseline. I try to sum it up i don't know. <laughs> (laughs) So, when we are in comfort, we have the luxury of looking away. Liars look in the eyes more often. That's the paradox, right? Because there was a myth that liars are looking Mm. away. But also, blink more often. As the body itself wants to distance itself from your words. It will be blocking itself through covering your mouth, putting a computer or notes in front, between you and someone you talk to, grabbing a pen, playing with a cable in front of you, cable or, or a pen or else so when someone is confident with what he or she is saying then is keeping her hands open and relaxed
0: yeah that uh, these are uh, very valid points one thing to add here is um, something that we already mentioned in, in the last episode is that we should also check for context because when someone is uh, someone's blink rate increases, that might be I don't know due to allergy, for instance. So the context matters when it happened. Um, I would also add two other effects worth mentioning. The first one is about mimics, whether they go before the words or after. So real feelings are characterized by first we see the emotions um, in the body and then. Um, we, we we have the verbal part, right? So first we see what is happening and then we hear what is happening.
1: So for example, if someone is in a... Re- we have a baseline and someone is in relaxed mode and you ask him a question about, well, did you miss him or did you miss her? And then the reaction comes first and worse after. So for example, if I see someone after this, I ask question, did you miss him? And someone is pursing his lips or changes the body language into more tense or stressed... And then the words go that we know there's something there.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, the second one is about asymmetrical face expressions. Um, when we notice them, they might be due to a person showing many emotions at the same time, or when they are suppressing them. So, of course, it's um, w- one of the ways to see that is to cover half of the face, like the left left side of the face, and mm. see what... What appears on the right uh, right hand uh, right yeah. side of the face and the other way around of course that's not possible to to be done on a meeting <laughs> um,
1: it it's could be actually you know like someone is yeah, saying something and says wait a minute wait a minute give me a second give, all give, right yeah continue. if you could
0: yeah if you could move to the left just give me the right profile and then change for a second let's just for a second um that that said maybe we can focus a bit more on the left left uh, side or on the right side we can see the difference that we, we see different emotions there, yep. <clears throat> and uh, that might indicate a suppression of emotions uh, on on one side. Mm-hmm. That again, these are not examples of lies per se, but are a good indicator, you know, that something is off. And uh, let's get back to the example, actually, of um, of the CEO and the product manager. Um, the the latter's response to the product manager's response to a question asked by the CEO: Is there somebody that can think differently? Could be well um, why would somebody think differently we always do our best and prepare for what can happen i don't understand why we would have a problem when the question was being asked the product managers blink rate increased um, so they wanted to suppress what they were hearing the question was uncomfortable uh, and um during his answer he started touching his super sternal notch. Super sternal notch is a really nice name that I like. Super what? Super sternal notch. Super sternal. Uh, this is the um the the dimple um oh, okay. Uh, uh, under your neck, just yeah. under your neck. If if you watch some um some movies uh showing i don't know uh, animals living in africa and when you saw the lion attacking um uh, their prey you could see that they were um attacking uh, super yeah attacking this exact place in 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 the in the in the prey in the prey it's very vulnerable it's very vulnerable that's why we touch it when we feel uncomfortable stressed we cover it yeah so we we, want to be safe we cover it we tend to play with it a bit Mm. yeah um So all of this put together signify that the product manager did not feel comfortable with the question. So the extended answer also, um, you know, doesn't answer the question itself and gives too much unnecessary detail. So we know that there is something wrong here. But knowing is not enough. We Mm. want to go to the bottom of the case, but at the same time, we don't want to leave others hanging and feeling uncomfortable. The key is to respond to their reactions and neutralize the situation. And uh, Jarek, I think you, you, you can give more
1: details on that. Well, if I'm in this kind of situation, so when I go to baseline, you know, there's someone saying something and then I ask questions that are different than they expect and they behave different from the baseline. Um, and then logically, they say what they should say, which is everything is fine, all is cool. But I see that there is a change of baseline. Then I do actually two things. One, I pause. I pause. I lean forward and look at you know every participant, and you know just give pause because pe- haters, I mean haters, uh, liars, uh, hate pause when they lied. If you give them that pause, some and they are lying, of course someone will speak, okay? There's a very solid chance that someone will uh, speak. They're lying. And if I give that pose and nobody's saying anything, um, I would just say, guys, I understand, but I've noticed the change. I'm not saying them. I'm not telling them that I've noticed. I'm just saying, guys, uh, it is okay that something is wrong. If something is wrong, I need to know. So we sit down and work with it, work on it. It's much better than we find out at the last stage. Yeah. So, so to give them space uh, of that's all right if you just lied, for example, in this particular case, and that's all right if something is going wrong. So pause and space. That's the two things I'm giving to them.
0: So, so you are fo- in the second example. You are focusing more on the problem itself than that. Uh, punishing somebody who 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 has lied, right? Yeah, that's, and that's that's giving them the extra space to to kind of recover uh, yeah. pro, from the situation.
1: Because you know, the, one of the toughest, you know, when we do when we teach body language and you know the science of behavior, behavior, many people ask questions. But if I notice a lie, or if I notice the change of the baseline, and if I ask those questions which are different, and I see it goes further. What should I do? Well, I say, well, it depends on you. I mean, <laughs> I would, one, pause, or second, continue with the uncomfortable <laughs> questions. Just maybe someone will say, oh, no, I'm enough. Okay, I lied. Uh, but I think those two solutions are the most ecological um, and, and best, w- best ways to, 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 to deal with it.
0: Le- let me touch on the second one. And, yep. and let's continue uh, with the example, you know, given throughout this episode, so, okay. before you do that, yeah.
1: yeah, I got something in my... Uh, go. Can we go back a little bit to the super sternal notch? Super sternal notch. Yes. Have you noticed that some people are covering the super sternal notch with their t-shirts or they wearing the the the, the, the turtleneck uh-huh. sweaters? They are very... They hate to have it open. They need to have it covered. Have you noticed, like many people have issue with you know with exposing the superstill no notch
0: that, that's an interesting uh, observation I, I didn't focus on that to be honest
1: yeah but uh, maybe that's another <laughs> episode but yeah okay sorry yeah so let's continue
0: um yeah the the, the example and the the latter part of what you said uh, regarding responding uh, to to reactions so Let's say, what, what options does the CEO have in the example of the CEO and the product manager? So uh, wh- one of the things that Eric already touched on was they can push forward and, you know, drill down with the PM with more concrete questions, uh, getting to the bottom of the situation. Probably they will succeed. and um, But the PM probably won't stay long in the company. That's my impression, <laughs> as they um, were caught red-handed and they feel ashamed and nobody wants to feel yeah. like that
1: um unless you give them comfort guys i know it's being tense i know i know it's it's something that you've said already but you know tell me the truth guys how it is i want to trust here i might it, it might work it, out, it
0: no? might work but if you go down very roughly with question after question after
1: question and then keep answering wrong yeah lie. and, and yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With,
0: with a true. different tone of voice you know not yeah, not yeah, kind yeah. of accommodating tone of voice but yeah, more true, of uh, true, true. Uh, it's hard to get away now yeah yeah exactly true, true. Um. So, so one of the things that worth w- it's worthwhile mentioning here is that the reasons behind lying might be vastly different, and this is something that another, w- yeah. we we should we should also remember that they might be ranging, you know, from from a toxic company culture where everyone lies, and this is something that um, they do to, um, to 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 don't feel not feel vulnerable in in hard situations, for instance. Um, another point might be uh, that they're having personal issues at home or um, of -hmm. course incompetence is is an option uh, always but um, what might be a better way then Uh, a better way might be saying okay I trust you uh, when the product manager answers that you know everything is fine why should you uh, not trust us and so on okay I trust you you do the, you do the right thing, and I trust you will let me know as soon as something changes. And I need to know that uh, you know that is happening that we are behind our schedule because the investors are coming in, and I need to provide them with viable information. If I want, and if they see that we are not transparent, we won't get any funding. And the functionality that we are discussing right now is crucial for that. Yeah, and there are, there are a couple of things here. Uh, one is that giving the why. In the situations, uh, in the situation, gives more motivation uh, for the person to speak up because they know that they know the um, the the negative outcome that might happen if they
1: continue with the lie. Um, There's a lot of issues with why anyway, like with the meaning part of. Yeah. doing your job
0: <laughs> yeah always when we ask a, s- someone about something and we give the why we increase I, I think i don't know tenfold i don't have the statistics i don't know them yeah. but uh, multiply the possibility of a positive outcome mm. um so in addition to 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 the why uh, there's also this rule trust but verify right so the ceo could ask uh, for a place where they could monitor the progress and uh, or Ask a follow-up question, giving the space that you already o- yeah. also touched on. O- on, Can we once again look for the data? You know, perhaps something got lost or we missed some risks, you know, in that tone of voice, in that sort of voice. And this can give this this extra safe space to the PM to change their
1: narrative and tell things how they are. There's a beautiful saying, when you give stress to people, they will give you stress.
0: Ah, good point, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, gently, deep go deep down. Um, yeah.
0: And, and I think that also, uh, just to add one more thing, that also, um, I think, uh, works magic on loyalty. Yeah. When when you don't act like people uh, that you caught somebody and you give them this extra space, you give them a chance to recover, mm. you've got, probably you will have more loyal people around you.
1: That's, that's absolutely, absolutely true. Well, I remember just, you know, just wrapping up the The steps, so again, baseline um then notice the difference while someone is talking or after our questions, then asking questions after that, just to see whether it comes farther or not
0: that they don't expect exactly, questions they don't expect exactly
1: and our reaction, what are we are gonna do with those informations I mean with this information um so I remember one situation when there's one manager coming to me and saying, Listen." we have one girl that she wants to move to the different part of the office and she really wants to sit by the window. Let's put it in a general way. Uh, and now it's possible. And I went to her because I'm doing some changes in my department and she doesn't want to move. So I said, why you don't want to move? And she said, yeah, because I don't want to move because you know I'm comfortable here. But you want it. <laughs> you know, like, so, And I did everything for you. you know. Mm. She said, no, 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 I don't want to move. And she said, Yarek, Like, what can I do? Because right now, she was gonna be in a different sub team, uh, which does not match, and she doesn't want to move. <laughs> so I said, "Listen, I mean, did you ask her why really? Because people do things. I knew, I said it on the first episode, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. like to repeat it. People do things for two different reasons. I mean, for for a good reason and for a real reason. So so I said to her, "Listen, she gave you a good reason because that's a good reason. I don't want to because I'm feeling good here and I changed my mind. That's a <laughs> that's a good reason, right? uh it's hard to argue and then i said to her, listen um that's that doesn't make sense that matches don't match anything logical logically um so tell her and this is the magic of questions which we're going to explore in next episodes other episodes um she i asked tell her listen tell her listen you came back to, you came to me you asked for a new seat i did everything to arrange it and now there's opportunity for you to move to the by the window and now you're telling me that you're feeling fine and you don't want to move. Please, what is the real what is the real reason? Yeah? And she will give you the answer. Okay? Could be a good answer, as she would, you know, like minutes ago or day day ago. And then she says that. You repeat. Okay, I understand. But what is the real answer? And you will see the answer is gonna be different. Mm. and she went to me yeah but i did ask her like what is the reason i did i said listen please just do this scheme okay (laughs) one by one just one by one tell her this ask one question and then say but what is the true reason what is the true reason and she gave her a different (laughs) answer because you know she showed her that she would sit uh, by the by the person she really is annoyed by uh, oh, yeah. and she prefers to suffer <laughs> there rather than to move over, over there so like you know you're having two 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 uh, two things in your hands and you pick one that is less suffering so and then she said to her and then she easily could change that yeah as, that, i would be on as that always all, always astonished me um anyway uh was it should we cut it or was it? Off uh, yeah, the topic? I, I think no, no, no. <laughs> that 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 was. I think that was very on the topic.
0: Um, yeah. So let's recap. So mm. there are different models uh, and ways to get closer to the truth. Um, we've given just you know we've given j- you just a glimpse yeah. of them. And um, one note to remember though, um, you might read some experts stating that somebody is lying because they speak slower or stutter or make longer breaks. Um, they talk in higher pitch on the, or give less details. Mm. Do not believe that on its own, uh, without a baseline that we emphasized frequently um, in, in this podcast, the above could be just well uh, personal traits of a person. You know the normal way they behave, and baseline is key starting point on the journey to the truth and of course context, uh, congruency and and clusters. So um, we talked also about the right questions that um, the other party didn't manage to prepare for, uh, analyzing the reactions and acting on those reactions. So in the analysis part, we are looking for already what I mentioned, clusters, context, congruency. And having done this, we can never be Still 100% sure that somebody is lying. Sorry, folks. Mm. Um, but can significantly increase the chance of getting um, to the real reason uh,
1: why they are lying. And it is so hard because this knowledge is so wide with so many details. But we wanted to present you the, in a nutshell, the easy step by step process. But I am sure that we will come back to you in other episodes. About details in each of those steps. Remember, science of behavior is about harmony, understanding and supporting others, helping achieving goals and protecting against threats. So I hope you enjoyed this one and see you and hear you on the next episode.
0: Yeah, and the next one will be about self-confidence. Signing off, it's Martin Jarek and this was Let's Behave Podcast.